Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. My guests, like Lewis Riddick on the Shell Penzoil Performance Line, he'll join me in just a moment. Get into all the issues around the NFL, including the Steelers and Titans becoming the first game this weekend that will be postponed, and significantly so because of the coronavirus pandemic. It's not being moved to Monday or Tuesday, if you've not yet heard. Uh, That game will be moved out of this weekend entirely after another positive test for a player in the Tennessee camp today, and so we will wait and see when they're able to play these games. Uh, There are bye weeks seven and eight for those two teams. The Titans' bye week is week seven. The Steelers is week eight. I can see a fairly easy way they could shift some stuff around that would involve the Ravens changing their bye week. I believe the games will get played. I, I believe every intention is for the games to be played. And so we'll see. We'll talk with Lewis about all the issues around the National Football League. But we start, of course, with the Laker blowout in Game 1. And if you're just joining me, I said earlier that not only am I very afraid that these NBA Finals are going to be quick work. We've had too many unexciting Finals in recent years. The Warriors ruined basketball a few years ago with Kevin Durant. They were just too good, and and they... They knocked off Cleveland in in five and then four, basically non-competitive series in consecutive years. Last year wasn't bad with the six games, and it was competitive. And if Durant doesn't get hurt, who knows what happens. And now I'm very afraid that we could be looking at a sweep this year. But there are two things I'll say about it. The first of them is that if you're a Laker fan, I have good news, and then I have even better news. The good news is you're going to win the championship. I defy anyone to watch that game last night and tell me the Heat are going to beat them four out of the next six times. I don't give up on the idea that Miami will win a game or two, hopefully make this somewhat competitive. Riley will have those guys with smoke coming out of their ears with all of the disrespect they're getting. And if they're healthy, if if Adebayo can play and is okay, and Butler's ankle isn't a real problem, I believe they will come out and play much better in game two and maybe win it and maybe win a game or two along the way. But the Lakers are going to win the championship. So long as the two guys stay healthy, they're going to win the championship because they're just too good. So that's the good news. You're about to win your 17th title, which will tie Boston for the most ever. But here's the even better news. You're going to win it again next year. The Lakers are the team to beat for the foreseeable future until such time as LeBron James starts to slip. He's 35 years old right now. Anthony Davis is the best teammate he's ever had. It's the first time he's not even necessarily the best player on his own team. Anthony Davis is going to get better. He is at an age where he's going to get better, not worse. And this experience is going to wind up contributing to that. So Anthony Davis is going to be better. So every time they set foot on the floor, those two guys next season, they will have the two best players on the floor. And they certainly will have two of the best three in every game they play. No team has two guys as good as them. You want to give Kevin Durant and and Kawhi Leonard their due. You're you're going to run out of players who are better than Anthony Davis real quick. Giannis. So the point is, not only are the Lakers going to win this championship, but we, I think, are looking at the beginning of a mini dynasty. I call it mini because I just don't think they'll be together as long as Shaq and Kobe. Not nearly as long as Kareem and Magic. Kareem and Magic were together for a decade won five championships. Shaq and Kobe were together for, what, seven years? Something like that? Six, seven years? More. Eight years? Whatever it was. They made it to four finals and won three championships. Will LeBron and AD win three championships? I don't think it's impossible. 
They're going to win this one. And I think that as long as LeBron is at, at his peak physically, and again, he's 35, he'll be 36 next year. It has to start to slip eventually. But don't tell Tom Brady that. Don't tell Aaron Rodgers that, who looks better than ever, the age of 36. So if LeBron can continue to do that, that's going to become a place that ring chasers are going to go. They're going to want to go play with those guys. Everyone wants to play for the Lakers anyway. Lakers are the team to beat for the foreseeable future in the NBA. So there's good news and there's even better news if you're a fan of the Lakers. You're going to win a championship, and I don't think it's going to be the last one. So that's where we stand right now with the NBA. Again, I I hope, not having a horse in the race, that the Heat make this interesting because we could use some games. It's been a rough year, obviously, for all of us and for all the sports in all the different ways. We could use some more games. Last night did not give you a lot of confidence that we will get a lot of them. Greeny with you, presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm told that Lewis is ready to go here. My friend Lewis Riddick is with me on the Shell Pinsoil Performance Line, one of the voices now of Monday Night Football, and I will definitely get to that in just a moment, Lewis. But I want to start um, as a person with all the experience you have, both as a player and as a member of, of a front office. You're the Steelers and the Titans now. Um, just take me through what you would imagine they're dealing with. Their game has been postponed. It wasn't expected. Um, they know that they will have to make it up somewhere. They don't know where. There's sort of a time of strange uncertainty. Give me a sense of how you handle that organizationally right now. I think, you know, two different scenarios, right? I think with the with the Steelers and with Mike Tomlin, I think he's already come out and said when people have asked him, you know, about what if they have to play 13 straight weeks and play all the way through. And he said, I don't really care. We don't really care. You know, we just kind of we show up and we go to work. And that, that's the great thing about Mike. I think that's the way you have to approach it with the guys. Obviously, the guys on that team are going to be concerned about where do they catch their break, where do they get their rest, considering that they've already been practicing this week. So they don't haven't really – they can't really turn this week into a bye. Mm-hmm. Um, the season's a long grind. There's a lot of extra added pressure this year because of – you know, the mental strain, believe it or not, of trying to make sure that you watch your step everywhere you go and everything you do to make sure you stay safe and stay healthy. And guys do need that break at some point in time in the bye week, although it's only a couple of days, is something that is sacred to players. So I think leadership, on you know, as far as the Steelers are concerned, is going to be key, and Mike's one of the best. He'll keep them on task. I think they'll be fine. In Tennessee, I think, you know, there's, there, there'd be a natural – inclination for people to be a little worried down there, you know, in the, you know, as far as, you know, could I be holding the virus inside me and I'm not, and I'm asymptomatic and, you know, or or am I going to wind up getting sick somewhere down the road? Because right now the virus just hasn't incubated enough. I'm, I'm sure there's people who are a little bit, you know, on edge about, you know, just how far is this going to spread? And Mike Vrabel's tried to do a great job, the head coach there of keeping everybody calm and preparing them for what many people think was inevitable. I think, um, you know, like, like we talked about on the show this morning on get up this morning. I think this is something that everybody thought was going to happen. I think though, you naturally think well, it's not going to happen to us, but it's going to happen. So we're going to wind up hearing about it with some other team. And then it happens to you. And I think you just have to, you, you have to have the right mindset about it. If you do wind up testing positive, you have to make sure that you get the best, 
do the best job you can of getting healthy. And the NFL will do everything they can, you know, obviously to make sure everyone who does test positive gets healthy. And then just kind of double down on your protocols, man, and, and try and make sure that, you know, if there's an area where we, we, where we had a misstep, let's just make sure we clean it up going forward. And I, I'm not saying that there is an area where they had a misstep in Tennessee, but I mean, I think that's, that's where you're at now, just reviewing everything that you're doing both in the building and outside the building. So, you know, you don't have it be something where, you know, either it happens again or it gets worse because as we've seen just in society overall, this thing can spread like wildfire. And the next thing you know, you got a big problem on your hands. And Dr. Alan Sills, who's handling all this for the league overall, you know, from what I've heard is like on top of this stuff night and day. And um, I have every confidence that they'll, that they'll keep it under control and, be able to move forward. Lewis Riddick with me here. Yeah, that's obviously our top story in the NFL. These are two really good teams. 3-0 and AFC teams would have been a huge game this weekend, and now we'll see when they can play it. Okay, I've been waiting all week to talk to you about Patrick Mahomes. So I'm watching on Monday night, you guys, of course, terrific with, with that game. And what a show. I mean, Patrick Mahomes put on the kind of show that you dream about, accounting for five touchdowns, throwing four of them to four different players. One's an offensive lineman. The other one is a fullback that I didn't even know was on the team until Steve <laughs> Levy was telling me that he had just scored a touchdown. Um, and and, and, and uh, Dan Orlovsky did this great tape about how uh, how creative they were with some of these plays up to including Eric Fisher, like wiping off his hands to make sure they were drying on Patrick Mahomes towel. I mean, they seem mm-hmm. to be playing chess right right now when everyone else is playing checkers. You're there in person. Just describe for me what you saw from that offense and that quarterback Monday night. Yeah, I think what's happening now is you're seeing the evolution of Pat- Patrick Mahomes from a mental standpoint, meaning and as he, he explained it to us this, this way, he said, it's what I can do now with the unscouted look that I don't get during the week that is taking my game to another level. Meaning, if the coaches show me something that they've scouted out, you know, preparing for this game, and they show me all these different looks, first, second, third, down, red area, about what the team's going to try to do to me, and we rep them in practice, and I get a good feel for what they're going to do, that's great. I mean, that's easy. It's when we get into the game, next thing you know, they're running a different kind of blitz package or coverage package in all these situations that I haven't seen. He said, you know, before I would just kind of like muscle my way through it. I would just rely on my natural arm strength to just be like, Hey, I don't care what you do. I have, I have the equalizer right here attached to my right shoulder. I can fix it. Now he doesn't have to do that. Now he can think his way through it, adjust protections, route combinations, go from run to pass, pass to run, and he can do it very quickly now or much quicker than he could in the past because he's more comfortable. He understands the, everything that's at his disposal within the context of this offense now. And what you saw was the manifestation of that Monday night. Because I promise you that Wink Martindale, the D coordinator for Baltimore, threw some stuff at him that Pat hadn't seen before. Because he's that kind, and that's what Baltimore is. That's how they do it. That that Patrick hadn't seen before. See, I, I need to get this right. I need to keep calling him Patrick. I got to practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but <laughs> mom was upset. You know, mom was mad at you guys. Mom was yeah, mad at you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but he threw some stuff at Patrick that I'm sure he hadn't seen. But would you have noticed? Did he ever look stressed in that game? Did he ever look like he didn't have an answer? He he had an answer for everything, and what you are seeing now, you know, Steve Young talks about it. Like 
when you get to that point, when you get to the point where you're like playing graduate level football to where it's like, it doesn't matter what you do to me. Cause I have an answer for it. He says, he's like, when you have the answers to the test already, all you have to do is sit down and kind of like write them in and hand it in to the professor and you get an A. It's almost like Pat, Patrick's already played the game before you even come after him because he has all the tools now. And he's still young in his career, so he's still going to get even better, as hard as that may seem to believe. Couple that with the fact that Coach Reed and Eric Bieniemy, Mike Kafka, the quarterback coach, these guys are offensive wizards now. So they know you as well as you know you on the defensive side. And they know that they have a fleet of wide receivers and skilled people that they can just send at you in waves and there's nothing you can do about it. You think Tyreek Hill's fast. Well, he is very, very, very fast. McCole Hartman, as you saw on that long touchdown pass, can fly too. Travis Kelsey, since he came into the league, is the most productive tight end in the NFL. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is a, a rookie dynamo. So who do you pick? Who do you, who do you want? So you got coaching. You've got a quarterback that's kind of like Neo in the Matrix now. He's like seeing things that, that <laughs> only he can see. You can't even see what he sees because he's just on a different level. And you've got a defense that's getting better and better and better and better. A GM who's in lockstep with his head coach as far as what he wants and how we're going to go about getting it and who we're going to pay, who we're not going to pay. Ownership that just supports them and says, look, we'll give you whatever you guys need to make sure that we continue to move forward. They have one of the best medical staffs. I know those guys personally with their head trainer was my trainer when I was at the University of Pittsburgh. I know the kind of work he does. They are in a sweet spot right now. And Patrick is benefiting from all these things around him right now heading in the right direction. And on top of it, he is taking his game to a whole new level to where now we're sitting there going, what do you do with this? But what's cool is this. We get to see now this weekend, the grandmaster, as far as dissecting you and kind of sticking his finger, you know, on that sore spot of yours and pushing on it and pushing on it and pushing on it and saying, you know what, I'm going to make you hurt. I'm going to take away what you don't like, or rather what you do like the most, and I'm going to make you do what you'd like to do the least. I'm going to make you play left-handed, and I will do whatever I have to do to make sure that you play left-handed, and I'll live with the result. Bill Belichick can do that. He did it against, he did it against Las Vegas last week. Darren Waller tears up the New Orleans Saints. Darren Waller's running all over the place against the Saints. We're up in the booth going, why don't the Saints slow him down? Why don't they double-team him? Do something. Well, Vegas goes up to New England. He doesn't sniff. Uh, he doesn't get uh, just nothing. Bill doesn't give him anything. He's already he's already defeated Pat Trick Patrick. He's already defeated Andy Reid. He's already, he knows how to do these kinds of things, and that's what's going to be cool to watch this week. Is what does he come up with? This this is the kind of these are the kind of tests that are going to kind of define what Patrick is really known for in the NFL when he beats the very best, when he beats the grandmaster, because that's what Bill is. And we talk about it, look, and, we, and I think a lot of times people think, oh, we, you know, we need to stop just, you know, with all the hyperbole surrounding Bill Belichick. I, I, I can't emphasize this enough. When you play for a guy like him, you feel guilty when you lose because it's usually 
because you screwed up something that he told you was going to happen, but you just didn't execute. Because that's how meticulous he is. That's why he'll go down as the best of all time. These are those defining moments for Patrick. These are the defining moments even for Andy Reid, who's already on his way to the Hall of Fame anyway. But this is really, this is best on best this week. And that's going to be a game to watch. I agree. When, when, when Belichick and the Patriots, obviously Brady was still there, when they beat the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game two years ago, the Patriots ran 94 offensive plays. The Chiefs mm-hmm. ran 47. So that's, that's mm-hmm. your best shot there. Greeny with you, presented by Progressive Insurance. Lewis Riddick on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. This week, Monday night, you guys have Packers-Falcons. So I know you're looking at all of the tape. We have talked yeah. a great deal about the start that Aaron Rodgers is off to. What are you seeing on the tape? He's dialed in, Greeny. He is dialed in. And I'll tell you what, he, along with Brian Gutekinds, their GM, and Matt LaFleur, their head coach, are kind of saying to everyone who said to them, you're doing Aaron Rodgers a disservice by not getting him a number one wide receiver and this offense isn't going to grow, it isn't going to expand, it isn't going to be explosive enough. They're all looking at us now and going, how do you like us right now so far? How do you like how these young guys are coming along? How do you like how Lazard looks? How do you like how, uh, you know, Devontae Adams is looking along with Lazard? How do you like that? How do you think Valdez Scanling is looking now? These guys are ripping it up, and they're doing it in multiple different ways. They really complement one another. Aaron Jones is a beast as a running back, both as a runner and a receiver. They're the best offensive line in football. So Aaron's not getting touched. Defensively, they need to shore up their run defense. They need to not give up so many plays in the secondary. But they have talent all over, at all three levels, and Mike Pettin is a, is a very, very good defensive coordinator. The Packers are for real, and I think they, they look more explosive this year, particularly at producing explosive plays other than Devontae Adams than they did last year. So they're going to be a problem. They're going to be a problem to deal with. And you know what's interesting about Atlanta? Atlanta yeah. can score points in bunches with anyone, with anybody. I mean, I mean, Julio and Calvin Ridley are – those guys are a problem. They're a problem. And when Todd Gurley is rolling, he's a problem. But the other big problem that they have, and it is a huge one, is that defense. That defense can't stop anybody. And so Aaron could have a huge, huge day or huge night on Monday night. And you could wind up having this be one of those games that's 38-35, something like that. I mean, it could easily go into the high 30s, low 40s in this game, which would be good for the viewers. Yeah, and don't let the record fool you. I mean, the Falcons are, are – the, the fact that they lost each of the last two games is ridiculous. They should clearly yeah. be 2-1 and one with only a loss yeah. to Russell Wilson in Seattle. So it should be a very good night Monday night. I'll be watching. Thank you, Lewis. I always enjoy it. Absolutely, Bob. Thanks. That's Lewis Riddick. I learn something about football every time I talk to him. I, I think he is um, as good with this stuff as absolutely anybody. Uh, the weekend starts today is brought to you by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. The NFL weekend will end Monday night with that game, Falcons and Packers. That is a much more attractive matchup than the one that we get tonight, obviously. Jets-Broncos. I brought it up today on the show, and Shefty made a joke about something to the effect of, oh, would you rather have another presidential debate, Greeny? Um, which made all of us laugh loudly. This uh, feels like another train wreck on television tonight. And um, 
I, my feelings on this game are probably not what you would expect them to be. You know what? I'll pause on that thought, and then I'll come back, and I'll, I'll give you a sense of what it is that I'm, I'm not only what I'm expecting, but what I'm hoping to see, because I think everyone thinks that I'm rooting for something to happen that I'm not really necessarily rooting for, um, because sometimes what you need to do eventually is not necessarily what you should do right now. We'll talk about that as we go. Plus, I have some thoughts that are going to make certain fans very, very angry. And you know what? It just needs to be said. And I will say it right after this because it's time right now for some straight talk. And you know what a full-court press is in basketball, right? That's full defensive coverage with no holes. That is the kind of coverage you get with Straight Talk Wireless. It runs on America's best network, same as big carriers, but for a lot less. Just 45 bucks a month gets you the unlimited plan with 25 gigs of high-speed data, then 2G for, just up to, for up to 50% less than the big carriers. No contract, full-court coverage, 50% less. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Savings may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. I'm Greeny, just rolling along on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Greeny, the podcast. Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio. The show is called Greeny. And if you can't spend all of these two hours with me every day, which I would prefer that you did, but I understand you have a life. So if you can't, I'll remind you that it's available every day as a podcast. And you can download it anywhere that you normally get your podcasts. I also have an interview-based podcast called I'm Interested, where I long-form interview different people every week. And this week's guest is Chris Berman. So a lot of people have commented to me that they really enjoyed that interview. It's a great conversation. And so if you do get a chance to listen to it, let me know. Send a tweet just anytime. Hashtag Greenie. And I promise you I will see it. Okay, I told you that everyone may not think, everyone may be surprised by what it is that I'm hoping happens tonight. The Jets and Broncos are playing just the worst game ever. I, I, don't, I don't know how to put into words how terrible this game is um, b- between the Jets and the Broncos. The Broncos are on now their third quarterback, Brett Rippon, who was the nephew of former Super Bowl champ Mark Rippon. Uh, the Jets are on their, are their quarterback situation is just a disaster. And, and everyone is expecting that if the Jets lose tonight, that they will fire their coach, Adam Gase. And I will tell you, I'm not in favor of that. And, and that is not because I think that he should continue to be the coach. I think he is just terrible. I think he has done an absolutely terrible job. But I don't think any good comes from firing a coach with 12 weeks left in a season. If, if you got into this thing with the best of intentions, you stay in. The owner just said two weeks ago, the coach has a brilliant offensive mind. And I'm not even saying this jokingly now. If he meant that, then nothing changes that over 10 days. 
So stay the course. Try and win some games. Go out and win tonight. So everyone who thinks I'm, I'm rooting for the Jets to lose tonight and tank for Trevor, the heck with that. Go out and win a football game for crying out loud. I can't watch this crap anymore. So that's what I hope happens tonight. Meanwhile, I have to admit, sometimes coaches, listen, we all understand. Honesty is not always the best policy, right? I, I, people in sports don't always tell the truth because it doesn't benefit them to tell the truth. There are certain lies all of us have to tell at times, right? If someone asks you, how do I look in this or whatever it is, you don't say you look horrendous. That's just not, not the way people act and the way people talk because we live in a society. And football coaches aren't going to tell you the truth either. But I will admit I had to laugh when I saw the quote from Sean McVay, coach of the Rams, who was preparing for the New York Giants this weekend. And he said that, quote, it is a real pain preparing for this defense, end quote. How did he say that with a straight face? The Giants defense is so bad, it's unimaginable. It just allowed 36 points to the 29ers. They were missing so many people, they couldn't even be called the 39ers, much less the 49ers. The 49ers backups just scored 36 points on the Giants. What the Rams could do to them is unlimited. So for Sean McVay to say, it's a real pain preparing for this defense. What's so difficult about it? Staying awake? Like, trying to, is, it, is it hard not to nod off while you're watching the tape? Because you realize, well, this one's going to be a pretty easy day. So I guess there are some things that you just have to say. And so I think I'll say this. The Giants are a 12-point dog in that game. The Washingtons are a 12-point dog in their game this week. And the Eagles are a 7-point underdog in their game this week. They're all going to lose. If the Cowboys should lose to Cleveland this weekend, which there's a real possibility. Dallas is, a four, I think, a 4 or 4.5-point favorite. That, that, to me, is a game that could go either way. But if the Cowboys should ever lose that game, the NFC East, through four weeks of the season, would have a total of two wins. Two wins and a tie. The tie would have come against the team that was the worst team in the NFL last year. Two wins, one of which was in the division, the other of which came because the Atlanta Falcons don't know how to cover an onside kick. So the NFC East has gone well beyond being bad. It is bordering on being an embarrassment. And it does beg the question. We've had teams win divisions and make the playoffs at 7-9. and 7-9 and nine feels a long way off right now for the teams in the NFC East. Does anyone here think that the Giants, I don't know, are the Giants, the Eagles, and the Washingtons, are, is their win total at the end of this year going to be more or less than 12? It's kind of tough to picture them winning a lot of games. The Cowboys could win that division Forget about seven and nine. They could win that division at even less than that. Is there any point, it begs this question, is there any point at which you'd be in favor of taking away that playoff spot? Making the playoffs in the NFL is not a, it's a privilege. It's not a right. I mean, they've made it into a right. Seven and nine, all right. One game goes the other way, at least you're 500. Seven and nine is not the end of the world. Anything less than seven and nine, would you be in favor, would you be in favor of putting the over-under at six and a half on the number of wins you have to have? We'll include the tie. Six and a half is the number you have to have in order to make the playoffs. Otherwise, another wild card. That division doesn't get in this year, and we put in another wild card. 
You can't institute that now because we're already into the season. But you know what? Eventually it might happen. Would you be in favor of that? It's an interesting question. I mean, do you really want to see a team that's 6-10 and 10 hosting a playoff game in the first round? It's an interesting thought. I don't know what the answer is. I'd like to hear what you think. Again, I'm going to open up the phones in a little while if you want to call in on that thought. There's any number of things that we're looking at changing today. I'll give you my thoughts on it here, and then we'll open up the phones to you and see what you think. So we'll do that in just a moment. Um, And I will mention here that we are presented, as always, by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Commercial is proud to partner with the small business experts at SCORE. Find a mentor today at SCORE.org. Actually, why don't we just do that? I'm going to set these up right now. Jenny, I'm changing up what we were otherwise going to do. I'm going to to present to you the different ways that we could change sports. And then I'm going to throw open the phones to you. 888-SAY-ESPN is the phone number. Your chance to call in and tell me which of these you're in favor of. Which of these, you will be with me on the Dr. Pepper call online, and you will tell me which of these changes you'd be in favor of. So the first one is, six and a half is the number of wins you have to have in the NFL to make the playoffs. If you don't win at least six and a half games, meaning six wins and a tie, if you are six and ten, you don't get to make the playoffs, even with the division win. That's the first. The second, they need to reseed the NBA playoffs when they begin. It should go one through 16. I think that the day and age of the East and West is over. We need to preserve the possibility that the top two teams could play each other in the final round. Too many anticlimactic NBA finals. The West is so much better than the East. I'm in favor of making that change. Baseball, they've gone to 16 playoff teams. 16 this year. Is that a change they should make permanently? If 16 is too many, would you make it 14? At least 12? It's been 10. It's only been 10 for a comparatively short time. Would you make it 12? Would you make it 14? Would you stay with 16? Give me a call right now. 888-SAY-ESPN is my phone number. And you tell me which of those. You can take them all. You can take any one of them you want. Greenies change in sports. That's what I do. Because some people sit around and they contemplate things as they are. And others see things as they might be. And that's how I view sports. Yes, this is very good. But wouldn't it be better if we did it this way? So those are the three things on the table. Should there be a minimum bar of entry for the NFL playoffs, regardless of whether you win the division or not? Should they permanently expand the baseball playoffs somewhat similarly to what they are doing right now? And should they reseed the NBA playoffs before they begin, starting next year, it's obviously too late now, seed them 1 through 16 rather than the East against the West? My phone number is 888-SAY-ESPN. Your calls, your thoughts right after this word from DraftKings. Get in on all the action this week with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. DraftKings is a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes up for grabs. Nothing adds to the excitement of watching the game, quite like having a shot at millions of dollars in prizes. Download the DraftKings app right now. Use my name, Greeny, as the code. For a limited time, new users can get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes this week. That's code Greeny to get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. Only at DraftKings. Make it rain. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. 
Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Greeny, the podcast. This is something we call the green light with Greeny. We're going to see which of these ideas you would green light. 888-SAY-ESPN is the phone number. I've given you the ideas I have for changing sports. One of them, the NBA should absolutely reseed before the playoffs. This year is perfect proof of that. Two, Major League Baseball should expand their playoffs. 16 teams has been fun these last couple of days. If that's too many, at least it should go to 12 or 14. And then... The National Football League should institute a minimum number of wins that a division champion has. You could win the NFC East this year at 5-11. and 11. I've put the minimum at 6.5. You need at least six wins and a tie, in my view, to qualify for the playoffs. That's what I think. Let's hear what you think at 888-SAY-ESPN. And my first call is Mike. Mike, which, were the, which of these ideas would you green light? What do you think? I think a football team should have to win at least six games to make the playoffs. Six. So mine was six and a half. You're good with six and ten? I was going six, nine, and one. If the New York Giants, well, if the Dallas Cowboys go six and ten this year and that wins the division, do you want them in the playoffs? If they go what? I'm sorry? Six and ten. Six and ten. No, I, I was going with what you said. Six wins and a tie at least. Yes. Okay, yes. Six wins and a tie. Six and a half. Yes. We'll do it the way we Absolutely. do over-unders. Mike, thank you. Thank you for the call. So we green light that idea. Mike is on my side. Let's go to Calvin. Calvin, you're next. Which of these ideas would you consider green lighting? I would definitely green light the 1 through 16 NBA rule. But honestly, Granny, I, I think the NFL should adopt a similar concept because to me, that sport more than any other rewards mediocrity. It's no way I would allow a team that does not have a winning record at least 9 and 7 to get in the playoffs. It's, it's to me, is rewarding mediocrity. I like it. Again, the, 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 you have to have enough teams over 500 to fill out all of your playoffs. But yes, I'd rather have a team in there that's 8-8 eight and eight than a team that's in there at 6-10. and 10. I like it. That idea is greenlit. I'm totally in on this concept. People seem to like this. Usually, I present these ideas and everybody makes fun of me. So, so far, this is going very well. Next up on the Dr. Pepper call-in line is Alex. Alex, which idea here are we going to greenlight? Uh, the NBA with the 16, uh, teams, but, uh, 
I mean, aren't they always going to win? Like, the best team's going to win no matter what. So, like, if Denver would have been one of the teams and, you know, the Lakers faced Denver, they smacked them anyway. So what makes the difference, really? You know what I mean? Here's what makes the difference, is that these teams work their way towards each other and you at least have the chance of the two best teams meeting in the final. Now, look, they didn't get there. The Clippers didn't get there this year. But all year long, all we talked about was how Lakers, Clippers, Lakers, Clippers, that was, those were the two best teams, and that would be the best meeting in the finals. Uh, if someone knocks these teams off, you can't fix, you can't decide who's going to win. You can't decide who's going to get there, but you can at least set it up so that the best teams have their opportunity to meet in the championship. What I'm trying to preserve is the finals should be the best part. The best thing, the thing we work our way up to the entire time should be the last games. It should be the two best teams standing if possible. You don't want to take any chance on it being anticlimactic. Now, again, I'm not saying this series is going to be. I think Miami's going to play much better in game two. Maybe they win it. I picked the Lakers in six. I won't change that. I still think the Heat will win at least one, maybe two games. But I don't think anyone realistically would look at this thing and say, this was the best final you could have gotten. That's not to take anything away from the Heat. They earned it. They beat the teams in front of them. They beat the one seed. They beat the Celtics, who were seated higher than them. That, and they could still earn their way there anyway. There's no reason that can't still happen. The point of it is, if you reseed from the start, you take out some of the lousy teams at the bottom that don't deserve to be in there in the first place, and you preserve the idea that the best two teams might meet at the very end. Take some more of these in a minute. Quickly, let me remind you, you can text LEBITARD, just the spelling of Dan's last name, to 773333. For a chance at ten grand plus a virtual meet and greet with the Dan Lebetard Dan Lebetard Show gang, Advance Your Auto at Advance Auto Parts. Limit one entry per day. See AdvanceAutoParts.com for details. Again, you want to meet all the crew from the Lebetard Show. Text Lebetard to seven seven three three three. All right, who is next up here on uh, the Dr Pepper call in line? I've got Hunter. Hunter, any of these ideas you want a green light? Yeah, Greeny, I think I want to green light the uh, seating for uh, the NFL. Although I think six and a half games is a little low. If we're going to make a change, I think a team should be at least 500. You know what? I'm so glad you said that, Hunter, because I was thinking to myself in the break, I think I aimed too low. And the reason I did, I'm explain myself, Hunter, is that teams have gotten in at seven and nine. In fact, they've won games at seven and nine. I remember Seattle, the year of the um, the year of of, of Marshawn Lynch, uh, the 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 Beastquake. They were seven and nine. They were a division champ. They played a much better New Orleans team. They got them at home. The twelfth man made a difference. That touchdown. They actually created enough noise that it registered as an earthquake, hence the name Beastquake. And the the Saints got knocked out, and the Seahawks wind up winning that playoff game. And in my opinion, that's unjust. You should get what you earn in sports. It's the ultimate meritocracy. So I like that idea. I will go with you. I'm putting the over-under at seven and a half. Seven and a half. Seven wins and a tie I'll live with. Quickly, one more. Trent, you're last up here. What's your idea? Which one are you going to green light? I'm, I'm going to go with the uh, – I kind of like the idea with the NFL, but uh, uh, I think that it, you should earn it, like, like you said. Earn it to get in. Because you've got divisions like the AFC East or West, and they've got the Chiefs and everybody else, and they're, they've got an awesome division. But then you've got, you've got the Cowboys division that is 
god awful, and they they <laughs> they don't earn it. If you can. that's exactly right, and I have to let you go. I'm sorry, I heard you you break up there, but I've got 20 seconds left in the show. I think we're greenlighting all these ideas. We're reseeding the NBA. We're expanding the baseball playoffs, and we're establishing a minimum a minimum criteria to make it into the NFL playoffs. Good fun today, as always. I'll see you first thing tomorrow morning for Get Up on ESPN, and then right back here, same place, same time tomorrow, Greeny on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can get more from Greeny live weekdays at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN News. And don't miss Greeny on Get Up every morning at 8 Eastern on ESPN. Greeny, the podcast.